Hello and welcome to another edition of our wonderful Pro Football Jokes podcast. My name is Jamp. I'll be your host today. We have a lot of things to talk about as the trade deadline uh, passed just a few hours ago, and I've brought and assembled a great team for this podcast. We have Alex. Alex, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. Um, not as fruitful a week for the Redskins, but uh, you know, some still some good football games. I'm excited for next week as well. Yeah, we don't need to depress the people too early, so we'll, we'll edit that Redskins comment out in post. We'll come back to it. Uh, we also have the uh, Pepsi lover himself, uh, Screwballs. Screw, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well. My Steelers won a hard-fought game against one of the top contenders in the league, so I'm feeling pretty good. We didn't give up an early lead or anything like that, but, uh, you know, I'm happy the team's doing well. Big second half, big second half. All right, actually, before we get into the, the trade deadline stuff, I want to just talk about that game for half a second here with Fitz Magic. And one of the things that really grinds my gears as a football fan uh, and when quarterbacks get charged with interceptions when it's not their fault. The first interception that Fitzpatrick had, he threw the ball straight into the guy's chest of his own team, their wide receiver, and that guy just let it bounce off him, and, and uh, Fitzpatrick's the one that gets the negative stat. Not a fan. What do you guys think of this? It's it's a misrepresentation. It makes him look awful when he did nothing wrong. I, I agree, but, I mean, I think there are lots of plays that the stats are – there's going to be plays where stats are – unfairly charged to some players and i think it's just something to live with i, I don't think it's a, a fully stats based game obviously we have stats uh, for everything we track how how fast the water boy runs over with the h2o <laughs> we do i'm just saying that some of that isn't going to be accurate and some of it's going to not be that person's fault and i i think that's true with any stat i would i would rather watch a hundred different pass interference reviews than have to deal with the <laughs> statistics thing getting messed up really no not even remotely close <laughs> not even in the same ballpark but still i dislike it anyways that was my big takeaway from that steelers dolphins game nothing about the actual game itself but just about how they channel statistics fifth patrick keep i hope you make it to your ninth team throw another touchdown to somebody else keep it rolling you're doing great uh, not, not not a great uh officiating game i thought but uh I guess uh, it wasn't a great game overall. So, yeah. Refs wanted to keep it consistent. So, I'm only going to speak positively of referees the rest of the season. That's the only thing I'm going to do. Okay. Uh, well, then that'll pretty much cancel out Reeb. So, when, <laughs> when, when, well, he could still be negative. I'll just, yeah, I'll just, uh, right, that's what I'm to, saying. Yeah, I'll leave it out. I'll leave it out. It's going to be very nice things about him. And they're going to be sincere. I'm not going to do the sarcastic thing, making fun of him. I'm going to find something genuine. What happens if another Lions thing happens? Uh, that's going that's paper. going to happen and i'm going to be very very positive <laughs> because uh i can't i can't be negative again that wasn't good for myself or the people i was around as i was watching that game so uh, <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna elect to not good go thing those people are no longer in existence so. I'm gonna, <laughs> i do not i don't want to go down that negative path i i may have yelled very loudly and other things um jack had to say you know, a few hail marys after that game not, 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 just not great. Not fun. I didn't like being that tense when it was like midnight. And I really want to go to sleep, and all I want to do is uh, yell at the TV some more. So, uh, you know what? We yeah, but they got to win this week. So yeah, we we totally deserve the, to to lose to the Chiefs and to the Packers. So that's good. Um, anyways, moving on. Other things that are a little bit surprising. 
Lots of trades, uh, not as many as we perhaps thought there would be, but uh, still some action uh, today and over the last week uh, as we have now passed the NFL trade deadline. I uh, want to probably start with the first ever New York, New York trade. What did you think of the Williams trade there, Alex? Uh, I thought I was surprised, you know, that, that the Jets and Giants made a trade, but I guess uh, that kind of in in-city rivalry has kind of died down since they're just realized they're both terrible and uh, there, there's no real point in competing against each other. <laughs> so they figured, why not make a trade? Uh, and I, I guess I, of all the Giants needs, like this is like the not at all their needs. Like that's the <laughs> one thing they have is kind of interior uh, defensive linemen. I mean, they, they drafted Dexter Lawrence. Dalvin Tomlinson's pretty solid for them. Um, but I mean, obviously if they can add a player do a pretty – talent for defense uh why not uh so i mean they, they didn't give up too much for him and uh i think they'll probably give him uh, the contract he's looking for and uh, we'll see if he can live up to it yeah i don't really have too much to add other than uh yeah i was surprised that the two new york teams traded and we'll see how it goes i still think the new york football giants will be not very good so um they'll continue why did the jets thing. get rid of him exactly it was the last year of his deal. Didn't want to. Didn't want to pay him. There's a big contract. Didn't know if he was worth it. So I mean, yeah, not a bad uh, move. Not a bad move for the jet planes. Working, working hard out there. Uh, let's see what trade. I, I, the next trade I was pretty interested in. Speaking about defensive linemen, uh, Michael Bennett, uh, no longer with the the uh, Patriots. There now is with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, how do you see that fit working out? Uh, I think it makes a lot of sense. I mean, the the Michael Bennett to the Patriots just didn't really work out. He he was barely playing. They, they their defense was just so good, and uh, they they basically their defense is kind of built around their their linebackers making plays. They they have such a good linebacking core. They have like five different linebackers that, that really they get a lot of playing time and, and are good at making plays. And uh, they just use their defense big. They they just try to play bigger defensive linemen that just kind of eat up blocks, allowing their linebackers to make plays and then their secondary is obviously uh perhaps the best in the nfl so i mean that's just kind of how they run their defense so he's just barely playing on the patriots uh i think now he goes back to a 4-3 defense in the in the cowboys and uh, i think it's a much better fit for him yeah i i agree i mean you look at the the strength of that patriots defense it's definitely their secondary uh and and their um and so the, like you said they they bill belichick they rush a particular way um just to make their, their secondary have uh, all the opportunity out there. Of course, lean the league in interceptions. And you said the linebacking core is just all over the place, making plays, um, really making it work. It was, it was kind of interesting to me just with how much coverage it seemed to get that um, the new England Patriots were getting Bennett and like they let flowers go. And of course the Patriots move, bring them in. But it was kind of interesting to see one of that where it just ended up not working out schematically. Uh, and this seems to be, the best case scenario for both people. Like he had a chance there in new England, obviously their defense isn't hurting, don't need him. Uh, and now he'll have a good opportunity with the Cowboys. So I, I think this was kind of a win-win all around. It was a low risk move for the Patriots. Um, so I think it's another, another win in their column. Yeah. I don't think they're hurting too much for getting rid of Mike So Patriots defense, pretty good. Bill Belichick, pretty good. Winning people fantasy leagues. Yes. Oh my gosh. Unbelievable. They they are the steal of the century this year. Defense. First time ever a defense could have gone in the top ten. 
but uh, you know, that's all right. <laughs> Jack, was um, it getting you a little nervous in fantasy this week? No, not at all. Never nervous. <laughs> Although I went, I went two and two and four. Man, that was a that was a rough week in the dynasty league. Um, putting up one forty, the second highest scoring in the twelve man league, and still taking the loss. Tuffy. Two in a row. Yeah, I did even worse in fantasy this week. I went like two and eleven. Oh jeez, not a good fantasy. Rough stuff. But we're not here to talk about fantasy football. We're here to talk about real football. Real football. Real football trades happened. Those were the two uh, ones on the top of my brain. Another one that seemed interesting: the Dolphins continue to trade away. They trade away their washing machine and their favorite concession guy the other day. And finally, Kenyon Drake is on the move out to. uh, the Cardinals. We know why the we know why Miami's doing it, but uh, how do you see this working out with uh, Kenyon Drake out there in Arizona? Well, I think it just means bad news for David Johnson because I mean, obviously Kenyon Drake's coming for his job. Uh, obviously, it, it is bad news for David Johnson, not not because he's worried about Kenyon Drake, but because I think this kind of indicates that uh, he might be a little more hurt than uh, than we the Cardinals have been letting on. Uh, despite the fact you know he's active two weeks ago, um, then didn't really play. So I, 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 and this week he's obviously inactive, and Chase Edmonds gets hurt. So I mean they need someone there to run the ball other than Zach Zenner, and uh, the, unfortunately Alfred Morris apparently uh, wasn't good enough for them. So uh, they're bringing Kenyon Drake. Um, yeah, so I, I think there's going to be a prolonged absence for David Johnson. Um, but I mean, that's basically all it is. It's not like they, they gave up much for, for Kenyon Drake. Uh, and, and you and I both have favorites on the team. Was your big Alfred Morris fan hitting home runs? And I'm big <laughs> Zach Zetter fan. I think he's phenomenal. I think he's really what they need. But if they don't trust him enough or just want a backup for him. But uh, I think it'll be a good opportunity for Kenyon Drake. Yeah. I actually think if you do have him in fantasy, expect to see an uptick um, in some of his efficiency numbers. I don't think he'll be tough. uh Tough matchups though coming up. He's got the 49ers, uh, then uh, then the Bucks, and then the 49ers again. Uh, they have their buy in, in, in there. Yeah, like I said, keep Kenyon Drake on your bench and you'll be fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, so 49ers trades. They traded for uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, that obviously wasn't today, uh, but it was last week, and he made an immediate impact. Already scoring a touchdown for them. Uh, I, I like this free Emmanuel Sanders. Denver was going nowhere. Uh, and he is still a surprisingly good football player coming back from that Achilles. Uh, how do you see this uh, for the 49ers? Do you think that's going to be something that will be a difference maker for them in the playoffs? I mean, he already made play for them in their game. They didn't really need a whole lot uh, from their receivers in uh, that game against the Panthers. But uh, he goes to doubt and catches a touchdown in their uh, opening drive, I think. Uh, and I mean, I, I obviously I think he's immediately their best receiver. So I mean, sure, I think it's definitely a move that uh, that helps him out. At least gives him some threat of a passing game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I feel like it was like years ago the Steelers had him as a receiver. I feel like that was like twenty years ago. I can't believe I it was that long. So well. But yeah, it's... I mean, yeah, it wasn't obviously it wasn't <laughs> twenty years ago, but it was a considerable amount of time. Yeah. Still just don't know how to use good receivers. Like, yeah, they, they can't develop them for yeah. the life of them. Yeah, that's just it's silly how many receivers the, the freaking uh, Steelers have had. Just ridiculous. Deontay Johnson's next. Hope so. He's on my dynasty team. That egregious offensive pass interference he had 
egregious. Dude, I don't even know why they let people like that play football. That's like when the Jets blitz eight on third and twenty. Yeah, it didn't matter because he's caught the touchdown. <laughs> he's caught the ball like five yards downfield, and he was pretty much guaranteed the touchdown. Oh, they, the Jets are were uh, yeah, just, Dolphins. Dolphins, yeah, the Dolphins were just tanking, tanking that thing. The Jets are also tanking, but less obviously. Uh, but no, I thought I'm, some of these pass interference calls have been interesting. Again, I'm not saying anything negative about the refs. I gotta say, I'm not saying anything negative. I'm just saying it's interesting that uh, that that was the the choice of call there. And then my favorite thing is having to listen to the announcers during one of the pass interference reviews, and them try to not share how frustrated they are that it's never going to be overturned no matter what. Uh, and they just kind of politely kill four to six hours, and then the review's over and the game begins again. Why exactly don't they turn them over more often, even when it's like super obvious? Because they don't want coaches to challenge them, basically. But coaches are going to challenge them anyway. And I mean, it because it's a subjective thing, so they just want to stick with the call on the field unless it's egregious. But it's not working because coaches are still going to challenge it because it's a big, important play, and they they even if it's a very small chance, they're just going to take it. Well, I enjoyed in the Lions game down the end. There was a chance for. In the last few minutes, there was a chance for the Giants to throw a challenge flag on a potential uh, pass interference that would have been in the end zone, putting the ball on the one. Again, they're never going to overturn it, but it was one of those things where that timeout was not going to help them if they didn't score there. Uh, and so it was very interesting to me. The coach was just so defeated that he's thrown so many <laughs> that haven't gotten overturned that even though it was basically a no-risk thing, he just didn't throw the flag. Oh, gotta love the NFL. Uh, Alex, are there any other trades that are, are worth really uh, hitting here for a second that I missed? Um, I think uh, the the Muhammad Sanu to the Patriots was uh, was 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 kind of a big one. I mean, they they certainly need help at receiver, and I think Muhammad Sanu is still a really good receiver. Um, I mean, really good might be pushing it, but he's a good receiver. The, the Patriots have been struggling a lot. They really did need that kind of boost to help them win. Yeah, I mean, their offense really hasn't been that great, I, I would say, this season. I mean, other than really that first game against the Steelers. I mean, they've they've had moments, and they've, they're have they still like an above-average offense, probably. I, was, I remember seeing uh, a stat last week that if the Patriots' offense never took the field, they'd be 3-3-1 three, three, and one this season. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, kind of ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of – I mean, their defense is so ridiculous, but – yeah, it's out of this world. But I feel like everybody sleeps on Julian Edelman. That guy's a monster, and then Sanu will only help give them a, a few more kind of weapons there. Both those guys going across the middle doing things that they do, and um, their offense will get on track enough, and their defense is obviously good enough to help them just outright win any game. They could probably just punt on first down if the defense had that much. If, if it wouldn't uh, be that tiring skill-wise, they'd be able to win just based on having their defense out there against a lot of teams. Uh, but let's talk about some other interesting things, roster moves that have happened that we realized today. Uh, one of them being uh, Andy Dalton on his birthday gets some sweet news that he will no longer have to start for the Bengals. Is this good news? Is he happy? Is he celebrating this? Or do you think he's What a sad? lucky guy. <laughs> 
I mean, maybe. I, I mean, he at least he he knows he he won't have to keep taking the beating that he's taken behind that offensive line. So that's good news for him. Yeah, not too not too bad. That 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 Bengals team is in a tough spot. But do you do you agree with this move to uh, bench Dalton and see what they have with their rook? Sure, why not? I mean, Ryan Finley played well in the preseason. I mean, I I, I certainly don't think that Andy Dalton is the problem with the Bengals. I mean, I don't I, people say you know Andy Dalton's been terrible this year. I mean, I think he's really been the same guy he's always been. He's just I mean, he just has a terrible team. That's what Andy Dalton's always been. He's basically the same. He's basically as good as what he has around him and. This year he has nothing around him, so he's not very good. Yeah, that was going to be my uh, question. Who is Finley going to throw the ball to? <laughs> uh, Alex Erickson seems to be soaking up a lot of those targets, uh, but he did play well in preseason. Um, I, I don't know. Our, our unpaid intern is not very high on him. Uh, he, uh, he 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 said uh, that uh, Finley has about the upside of being Mike Glennon. So, oh. um, I think. I think that's uh, not a very uh, big endorsement. That's a, that's a beaten from, uh, down, depressed fan right there. Yeah, I mean, uh, last year he was excited to see Dr- Jeff Driscoll, so I, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe that just disappointed him so much that now he's just not going to get excited about any quarterback coming in. Yeah. Well, thinking about some other uh, quarterback kind of controversies around the NFL. Uh, we have the Minshew mania going on in Jacksonville. Uh, Nick Foles is cleared to play football once again. Uh, if you were the coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, what would you do with your quarterback situation? You got to stick with Minshew, dude. He's He's been killing it. Like, what's the upside of, like, starting Nick Foles anyway? I feel like he's not going to be on the team that much longer anyway. Like, maybe, like, a few years. He's not going to be your franchise quarterback. Former Super Bowl MVP. Former Super Bowl MVP. I was about to say, Nick Foles, he won a Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP. Uh, uh, paid a million. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, probably the, the last. I, I mean, I'd stick. I mean, Gardner Minshew's played really well. He's a rookie. Why, why not see what – I think that's a I think that's a good sales pitch you can make to Nick Foles. Like, hey, one, you have your money. You you got that no matter what. We can't take that away from you. And we understand you're best as a backup. So if Minshew gets hurt, then yeah. you come in and win a Super Bowl. <laughs> and he'll be like, Oh, yeah, I like that. Pretty sounds good. perfect. All they need to do is just get to the playoffs, which I don't think is gonna happen, but uh No, not a chance. But they have some fun. They'll sell some more mustaches. It'll work out well. I, I'm with you. I, I don't see a way that you can take Minshew out. Um, unless the only reason I would take him out is if they really think it's a fluke what he's doing and they would want to trade him, which obviously we've passed a trade deadline. They wouldn't be able to do that the offseason. So uh, I would see Foles as the backup unless Minshew has probably two or three really bad. Yeah, I mean, if Minshew out. had been a first round pick and he came in and did what he did, then we'd be we'd be like we'd be celebrating him. We'd be like the Jaguars have their quarterback of the future. Absolutely. Pretty nuts. Uh, man, really tough to be a Bears fan. Really tough to be a Bears fan. But anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, different team that seems to have two quarterbacks while the Bears have less than one. Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers. Um, that um, Cam Newton. Coming back, we don't know exactly what his health status is in full, but if you're the Panthers, you bring in Cam back or you're still keeping him on the sidelines? 
I, yeah, I'm interested to hear what you guys think of this because I mean, I think a lot of people were saying that Kyle Allen should take over the starting job because he he's been hot and they've been winning with him. And then after last week, everybody's like, no, I mean, that, that I mean, to me, my opinion on Kyle Allen hasn't really changed that much just because of one bad performance against the 49ers. I didn't even think it was that disastrous a performance. It was not a good performance by any means, but certainly not the worst that we've seen against the 49ers defense. So, so what, what, what would you guys yes. do? I, I'm just, I'm just curious. Yeah, I, I mean, the 49ers game, it, it was it was a statement win for me just in terms of like that's demoralizing as the Panthers to think like you're a four and two pretty salty and just get embarrassed like you're the Dolphins in week one. Um, so that's that's pretty that's pretty rough. Uh, but I'm kind of with you. My, my opinion didn't get really swayed on that. I don't know where your opinion was at with him, Alex, but uh, I mean, Cam Newton's MVP of the national football league uh, has led a team to being 15 and one. I, if he is legit healthy, uh, I don't think there's any way that you could keep him on the bench. If he's saying I'm 80%, I'm in the mindset of, man, I want to get, cause that guy is special when he's as close to hundred percent as he can get. I would, I would want him there and put him back in. So if he's ready on that, I'm starting him. If he's not, then I'll, I, I don't mind rolling with Allen. Um, I just have a hard time, like, imagine, like, just benching Cam Newton after that performance he had, like, so many years ago for this dude. But Cam's been, like, really bad the last two years, I feel like. So I'd stick with the hot hand. But it just feels so weird to not see Cam Newton start. Yeah, I'm so I, I yeah, I, I'm kind of with you, Jack, that it's kind of dependent on Cam. Like, is. I don't. I don't think Kyle Allen is anything special. He's been, he's been just solid. I, I think, but not really anything. Uh, not 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 gonna be your franchise quarterback of the future. I don't think. Um, but it, the 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 problem is that the Cam has. Uh, the, I mean, I, people have been saying you know it's a you can't credit Kyle Allen for this willing, winning streak. Uh, it's been you know Christian McCaffrey and their defense, um, which is somewhat true, but. Uh, the Chris McCaffrey and the defense were playing pretty well for the first two games, but Cam Newton was one of the worst quarterbacks in the league that, uh, for, for those two weeks. And he was pretty bad coming down the last, the second half of last season. So, I mean, if it's just the fact that he wasn't healthy and uh, then, and all, all that needs is some time to rest and heal up. And then he's back to the guy who was, then obviously sure go with Cam, but I, I, I don't know. It's concerning that, he was bad last season and had a whole off season to recover and then comes out the beginning of this season and uh, is, is just as bad, if not worse. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know that I just think there's a possibility that maybe he's just not going to be right ever again, um, which would be too bad. Cause I, I agree with you that Cam has been one of the most, when, when he's been on, he's one of the most dominant players in the league. Yeah. And, and he's just a, a like a fun form of dominant just yeah. he's big, he's imposing with all the stuff that he can do physically, and then he's got that cannon when his shoulder's right, and uh, he's got the different kind of swagger. It just brings a whole different feel to the NFL. Uh, and, of course, the, the league love, loves having its stars healthy and playing well. So I, I'm, I'm praying and I'm, I'm still giving him the benefit of the doubt that he's got it when he's, when he's right. Uh, just it'll be a question of can he get right and can he stay right. Uh, but I, I don't think Kyle Allen's something special enough that they're going to ruin it by playing Cam Newton again or anything like that. So 
If Cam's okay. right, I'm playing him. But if he's if he's anything less than 95% type deal, or I'm seeing him in practice and he's looking off, not ready to go, then I have no problem. It's not a hard decision to stick with Allen. Yeah, and I, I think this game all the past week also did show that, you know, with Kyle Allen, the Panthers can be like a, a solid team, but they're not really yeah, contenders not with the top teams in the in the NFL. So, I mean, the, I don't see really any any reason to to try and stick with Allen for, you know, for an extended period of time, unless it's just clear that Cam's not right. So you might as well give the job back to him to at least uh, give him a chance to go out and prove he's healthy. And you want to go, you want to make sure that he's, he's at least not going to hurt himself more. uh, Absolutely. Obviously. Absolutely. And and so we're going to talk about the 49ers here in just a second, because we really want to look at, do we believe in them? But before we do that, uh, I want to ask, going back, I made fun of them a little bit before, but the Bears, man, wh- how do they not find a way to trade for a quarterback to do something? You see all these teams have their starters go down and their backups backups do all right. Like, I mean, the Patriots had Jimmy Garoppolo and Jacoby Brissett backing up Tom Brady, who then have also got to be very successful starters elsewhere. You even got the Steelers, Rudolph is all right, and then they have Duck, who is okay, like, and then you have Kyle Allen, all these people. Like, how do they not have a quarterback? Wait, do you know why they call him Duck? <laughs> maybe, maybe they can explain it to us a couple more times. Yeah, I, yeah I, I, it's it's bad that I'm kind of enjoying this, like how everybody's so quickly turning on Mitchell Trubisky. Not that, that he was had a huge support support base before, but I mean. Uh, I think there were some people who thought, yeah, maybe he can improve. Uh, and he's, if anything, has gotten worse. The so. only game where I ever saw him do anything well, unfortunately, was against my Lions when we just didn't cover um, Allen Robinson. And Allen Robinson reminded people that he's a really good receiver and had like 200 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, but I feel like I could have made most of those throws that day. So <laughs> I wasn't necessarily like impressed with Trubisky, but we made him look like he was awesome. And everybody rode that like three touchdown day, 300 yards. It's like, this is just so much worse about us than it is how good he is. Can we make? Can anybody see that? I mean, he had that one game when he when he threw six touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> that that that'll be remembered. Totally. And guess what? Marvin Jones Jr. has two games where he's caught four touchdowns. Yep, only players to ever have uh, multiple four game four receiving touchdowns in a game. Uh, multiple games with four four more receiving touchdowns. Jerry Rice, Sterling Sharp. And Marvin Jones. Yeah, absolutely. And one of those was in a loss, losing effort. <laughs> yeah. They were good catches, really good plays. He just happened to get four quality red zone targets is really what it was. Um, one of them, nice spin move to get him in the end zone. But anyways, yeah, so the Bears are, are in trouble. And I don't mind them because they are a, um, a competitor in the NFC North there. But it just is so surprising that they just cannot figure it out. I mean, maybe you just look back at their history. They just have not – had the right quarterback and it's cost them multiple Super Bowl chances not having somebody in place. And they're not the first team to miss out on a Super Bowl because of a lack of the quarterback position. You can look back at recently with like the uh, Jaguars and such, but uh, it, it is just surprising that they can't figure it out and to even uh, second overall pick. That's just crazy. Anyways, enough dogging on them. They have it. They have to live with that. Sorry, Bears fans. And I'll be especially sorry if we somehow lose to Mitchell Trubisky uh, upcoming week. So moving on so before I have to eat all that, going back to the 49ers. What do you guys think of this 49ers squad? Every, they're just they like the quietest undefeated team that I've really heard of this far in the season. 
Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I, I think all of us kind of, every, every week, like we feel like there's still reason to be skeptical. And I think, uh, I think the reason is, is Jimmy G. I mean, not, not I wouldn't even really say Jimmy G, but just the passing game in general. Um, it just hasn't really had to do anything so far. So it's, uh, you 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 think that they'll have to pass it at some point, right? Like that to actually win a Super Bowl, that they'll have to get into a a game where they're gonna have to throw a lot. But I mean, that their running game is just so good. Their Tevin Coleman had four rushing touchdowns last week, and I think all of them he was basically untouched. I mean, that there was there was the there was the one that was like a twenty yard rushing touchdown, and they just didn't block Gerald McCoy. But the scheme like that that was part of the design of the play that Gerald McCoy just wasn't the, the gap was just so big that Gerald McCoy wasn't anywhere near Tevin Coleman when when he went through the hole and and I don't know it's just it's just kind of crazy yeah it, it is ridiculous how they are able to make this work and again they have the talent they built up to do they have the speed but this the scheme is so amazing and man I gotta tell you if I ever had Kyle Shanahan on my staff in any way shape or form I would not let that guy go yeah, yeah, that, that that probably would have been smart. Probably shouldn't have, uh, Sean McVay also a very good coach. Uh, shouldn't, shouldn't have gotten rid of him from any staff. Yeah, pro- probably would avoid doing that either. After like one year, everybody wants to be him and will hire anybody he's ever talked to. Probably want to keep those kind of generational people. But I don't know. I'm not an executive. Yeah, but, I don't know what the pressures are like. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> it's it's tough to figure figure these kind of things out. I mean. Yeah. Oh man, I apologize to all the Washington professional uh, football fans out there. You guys, uh, I don't know who I don't know who I'd rather be—the Bears yelling about Trubisky and picking him second overall. I'd probably be the Bears, honestly. Sorry to say, even as frustrating as that is, the Redskins are. It's tough. Yeah, no, the Redskins, the Redskins are a mess. <laughs> <I'd>, <laughs> I, how how do they not trade freaking Trent Williams? I mean, he's not going to play for them. And <laughs> I was waiting all this entire time for the trade deadline. They're finally like, oh, yeah, now we'll trade him. Like, I, I tweeted this, that the, the the Redskins and Bengals are basically like the people in your fantasy league who don't pay attention <laughs> and don't don't really know what's going on. And you're just calling them like, hey, here, I, I want to make this trade with you. And they're like, nah, I, I don't think so. <laughs> like, no, really, actually a good trade for you like it will actually help us both out and they're like no you're you're trying to take advantage of what are you talking about and then finally they're like all right all right all right fine i'll make a trade all right now just give me all your best players for my one player and then everybody's like no they're like what come on why not but i want it (laughs) that's Trying to trade for freaking Denzel Ward from the Browns. Like, oh yeah, we'll give you our freaking 30 plus left tackle who's injured and won't play for us for your young player on a rookie contract. Oh man. That is such a good joke. And there's no way they couldn't have found a good trade and a good home for him. Like you said, it's just they're in such Yeah, I they they definitely could have gotten at least a second round pick. I think that that, that would have been the absolute lowest offer they probably like, got. Yeah, I'm probably pretty, pretty solid second round pick, but what, whatever. The, that's that's tough, man. I, I I like again. I I struggle with the the Lions giving away our safety for a fifth round pick, trying to lean on our depth, and all our depth just gets hurt instantly and didn't look <laughs> great. 
So that that was a tough like 30 seconds after that. I'm thankful he didn't trade Slay. That would have been a huge mistake unless we could have gotten like some Jalen Ramsey type haul for him. But uh, it at least there's there's something happening. We see some semblance of a plan. Doesn't really translate necessarily into more wins, maybe more frustration, but uh, it's at least something. I, I got to say, Redskins, you got to listen to your people. Alex is one of your most dedicated fans. So is Pearson. And you, you, you don't want to lose them just because of negligence. Hire them before losing them as fans, please. Come on. <laughs> what do you guys think about uh, Le'Veon? Uh, the Jets were looking to trade Le'Veon today. I think Le'Veon Bell should hold out. Well, Adam Gase was like, no, that's news to me. I, I didn't hear anything about a trade. I totally wasn't trying to trade Le'Veon. What do you think about them doing that, though? They should have. I mean, I think... I, 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 I would have been okay with it. I mean, I, I understand that they're like... Uh, they're pretty much... They're, I mean, the reports where they were in fire sale mode, they would have traded anybody that wasn't Sam Darnold or Quinn Williams. I mean, they got to an offer for him i think that that's a but that's a good move for them because i mean he's an older running back and uh, obviously they paid him a lot of money so i mean they could have gotten something for him I, I, I james connor just got hurt um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, oh gosh it would have been cool if Le'Veon went to the chiefs uh to see that i mean freaking Lashawn mccoy just fumbled because the air hit him uh, and that was a big turning play in the game. So, would would have helped out our fantasy team, Drew? If I got that would have been, Chiefs, been so. quite useful. Hopefully, no one uh, at my work league knows that you run my fantasy team and listens to this podcast. <laughs> I think we're pretty safe there. Not, this will get around. Uh, this is the one. This is our big break podcast here. Uh, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, yeah, another another running back that was rumored to be traded, linked to my team and, and others, is Melvin Gordon. Um, and if we could have gotten him for free, I would have done that. Uh, if it would have cost yeah. anything, I would have said, I'll take uh, Eckler. <laughs> so, <laughs> take it. Uh, yeah. yeah it is uh, I, I was pretty disappointed that I picked up Ty Johnson in, like, all my leagues, and then they were, like, Carson, let's just get this guy. They used to be on the Packers. Trey Carson, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was that was. Just I, I liked Ty Johnson. The brief, you know, couple runs I saw from him. Yeah, he got I think seven or eight carries. They're pretty good. He had a nice one around the left side and and showed some burst where he just made a play by just straight up being faster. I like that kind of stuff. I don't yeah. see that very often. I'm used to our wide receivers getting open way downfield and then being tackled, as everybody seems to be so much faster than them. <laughs> uh, so it was nice to see someone on our team outrun somebody. We had that sweet little uh, flea flicker play for a big Kenny Galladay touchdown. It was nice. Kenny Galladay is a beast. He's a freaking monster. Love that dude. And uh, uh, somehow, some way, it didn't propel me to fantasy victory, but propelled the Lions to actual victory. Much more important. So, uh, hoping if I can pull out that dynasty win, then I'll have a Kenny Galladay jersey coming my way. Uh, doubt it, but yeah, probably hopefully. not. <laughs> it should definitely be if I win, if I actually do win, Alex, I want to make sure this happens. You get me a Patriots jersey that just says defense. <laughs> yeah, that, that that probably probably is there's literally there's literally nothing else. If I win, it is straight up that. Yeah. <laughs> or Dalvin Cook, but the Patriots defense would be funnier. Uh but anyways, so that that's some of that movement there. Uh I really do think um 
that uh, just looking at the class, the Patriots, I don't really think anybody's going to challenge them in the AFC. Uh, I, I think they've, they've got it. Again, their offense can stall, which may keep somebody in the game, an explosive player too, but they're just for real. And I trust Tom Brady to get it going when they need to and put up that 24 points. Defense holds the other guy to 10, and they stroll the victory. <laughs> Yeah, How but I mean, defense I, I just want to have you know a conversation about maybe somebody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hypothetically, who does it? Who in the AFC is who in the AFC is challenging them? Uh, how about how about the Houston Texans? Deshaun Watson is so good. I mean, I know JJ Watts just uh, out for the season, so that's uh, kind of a bummer. If, but... if Will Fuller comes back and is healthy, I think that gives their offense the explosive element they need to try and stretch that field. Yeah, Deshaun Watson freaking gets kicked in the eye and still throws a touchdown pass on that same play, even though his eye was like sw- apparently almost swollen shut. Yeah, he said he was blind. He threw that thing blind, which is really cool if it worked out. Imagine if he threw it two more feet to the to the left and it got picked off. And he goes, yeah, I threw that blind. We call him reckless. <laughs> it's fine. It worked out. Uh, it was freaking awesome, though. I, who, it was. Uh, can, can I just say, like, freaking I, – I, this is kind of – a separate tangent, but basketball players when they get freaking hit in the face and will just stop in the middle of a play and <laughs> like put their hands in their face. I'm like, what are you doing? The play is still going on. I took a cleat to the eye, kick in the freaking eye. That's an impressive kick. That's like a Nadamican who level kick, right? Yeah, it really was. I mean, uh, I, I was like, how did he get the people? Were, I just saw like the the. Like, oh, he got kicked in the face. I'm like, how did he get kicked in the face? I mean, he's wearing a helmet. Yeah, he went back to his equipment manager and was like, we got to never let that happen again. Imagine being the Bears and pitching, picking Mitch Trubisky over. (laughs) But don't, I mean, it's not like, it's not like, it's not like Sean Watson showed anything in college that you'd say, like, that guy has what it takes. Yeah. He didn't play he was in any of the games. Under the Raider guy. Didn't uh, didn't sure. beat anybody. Nothing impressive. Pretty quiet. His coach said, "Meh." He's he's only like the How Michael Jordan of his generation. So, yeah, yeah. Deshaun is amazing. I just uh, I struggle to really think that they're uh, like again if they will fall their full strength. They they are that team that could put up enough points. I think they could stretch that Patriots defense into the twenties. Uh, and, and so that I mean, yeah. if you're looking at a chance. And Deshaun Watson's not scared of anybody. He'll go into Foxborough when it's zero degrees and freeze to death, but still throw three touchdowns. Um, and then uh, yeah, the Chiefs. Uh, and I'd say yeah, I'd say the Chiefs would be the other team. Again, they're not scared of the Patriots. It's tough to pick Andy Reid over Bill Belichick in a playoff game. Uh, <laughs> love Andy Reid. That guy, that guy is unbelievably successful and so smart. And I want him to get a Super Bowl. So everybody will like cement him as just the. Like they all, everybody knows good and great and innovative, but like as one of the great coaches, I want him to get that final victory. So he's in that. Bill Belichick is like Goku, and Andy Reid is like Vegeta, where it's like <laughs> Bill Belichick will always win <laughs> against Vegeta, but in every other scenario, Vegeta's like kicking ass, and then Goku comes back. And it's like jokes. That's a pretty good comparison. That is a really good comparison. <laughs> Except I don't feel like personality-wise that Bill Belichick's much. Like <laughs> uh, there are some holes. He also yeah, is probably super saying that that does. Yeah, that's that, that's also true. Yeah. Well, we don't know that for sure. Yeah, we don't know that for sure. He hasn't been tested yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 so again, like it's not that they're a cakewalk. Obviously, and anything can happen. That's why we enjoy sports. You got to play the games. Uh, 
but there's just there's no way I'd be picking in a game someone over the Patriots. No, uh, nobody thinks the Bills can challenge them. Uh, who did the Bills just lose to? <laughs> uh, the Eagles. Yeah, and the Eagles have looked like garbage against basically everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the Bills can't throw yeah. the ball. Well, I mean, I don't think that's that important in today's NFL. So, I mean, yeah. All right. Well, then we just have a difference of philosophies, unless you're the 49ers, in which case you're right. Yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, D threw 175 yards and they put up 51 points. So, <laughs> his play action is really nice and always really open, but they just don't even need it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like most of them are probably like screen passes. But... <laughs> Yeah, a few nice uh, throws to Kittle. Oh, man. Good times. I, and I like someone like Lamar Jackson can always do some weird things. Uh, those mobile quarterbacks have kind of hurt the Patriots a little bit in the past. At the same time, just with this particular Patriots defense, how good the secondary is and how just ridiculously disciplined they are with how they rush, I yeah. can't imagine. But we have, that, we have that matchup coming up soon, right? Yeah, it's next week. Oh, my gosh. That is – yeah, cancel any other plans. Watch that game. Yeah, I I kind of think the Patriots are just going to destroy him, but we'll see. Yeah, there's a good chance the Patriots will <laughs> oh. absolutely stomp that offense. Yes, that's going to happen, but like it'll be an enjoyable watch. I think Harbaugh is an awesome yeah. coach as well, and in Lamar Jackson's legit. He'll start right. doing some stuff. And he's just a ridiculously good runner. I mean, he he might be a better runner than Michael Vick. Like, it's crazy to say, but he's he's so good. The difference is Michael Vick as he's sprinting can still throw the ball 75 yards, like That's whipping true. it. That's it. <laughs> just, I don't even understand. It took the, the Madden uh, physics engine a while to catch up to what Michael <laughs> Vick could do. But no, I, I'm with you. Yeah, Lamar is just, he's he's special. And I love that kind of stuff about the fourth and two, like yelling coach, let's go. Let's do Let's Let's just go do that. Like that kind of stuff. I Big fan. Uh, of just that competitiveness going out there, not only proving himself, but just really willing that team to, to go for it. They're not, they're not going to yeah. back down. And but it is I think, cool. but I mean, he also like ran for like almost as many yards as he threw in that game. And I, I mean, they they really put up sixteen points because they scored two touchdowns on defense. So I mean, right, man. Yeah, the Patriots little... have scored almost as many touchdowns on defense, and we still think they're pretty good. <laughs> That's true. I'm, I'm, I've told you the Patriots' offense isn't. Uh, I don't think it's as, as good as you know. It's certainly not as good as it's been in previous years. But still, I, yeah, I, I think the Patriots are going to win. But you know, we'll. I, I, I would enjoy Lamar Jackson putting up a good fight. Yeah, it'd be it'd be fun fun game to watch. And even if the Ravens do get destroyed, it's always kind of fun to see how Bill Belichick does that kind of stuff of how yeah, he he figures out the ways to contain and destroy, um, and then everybody yeah. copies it. It's great. Yep. <laughs> um, like maybe you get three consecutive turnovers on the, the Browns. That's that's a good way to beat the Browns. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, are there any other things that we want to hit here before doing some overreactions and closing it out? Um, I think we pretty much hit uh, all the, the topics that we wanted to. Sounds good. I have an awesome overreaction to start us off here. Uh, as we look at the NFC North, obviously we made fun of one team that doesn't have a quarterback. The other three look pretty solid. And I'm overreacting uh, to not only this game, but this entire season that Matthew Stafford is the best quarterback in the NFC North. That is a monster. Love him. Best quarterback in franchise history. Could not be better than anybody else. That's yes, have we true. lost a game to both the other quarterbacks that are his competition? 
Yes. Still, Matthew Stafford, best quarterback in the uh, NFC North. Okay, uh, that that is a good overreaction. I I, I did. All right, can can I just uh, put one real quick question, to you guys? I think the NFC North is one of the most interesting receiving groups in the uh, NFL. So I just want to see what rank the NFC North receivers. So Kenny Galladay, Adam Thielen, Stefan Diggs, Devontae Adam, Allen Robinson. One five. I thought you I thought you were gonna ask rank um, based on or like what tandems and stuff you thought was the best. Who had the best core, but um best receiver uh i'm yeah this is definitely biased and probably unfair i freaking love kenny galladay um so it's tough for me to not put him up near the top Diggs has started to come alive but he also has said had some uncharacteristic drops and fumbles this year which kind of weirds me and speaking of uh you know interception that shouldn't be charged with the quarterback only interception kirk has thrown off the dude's uh, nose freaking yeah right off his freaking visor alex you've you've had that happen i remember one curl route you ran (laughs) you right in the eye hole it happens it goes through your hands but like my joke is when could kirk cousins obviously Diggs made a lot of other really good plays too so it's not that good of a joke but like Diggs has fumbled three four times three of them lost and gave up the only interception like when can he say man that commercial i thought everything stuck to your hands like something like that, perhaps. <laughs> Just because I mean, if, if Diggs yeah. is going to call him out that hard and same with the like, but anyways, yeah, <laughs> um, he doesn't have to do it. He's the good, Kirk's. Kirk's a good dude. Just working. He doesn't need to do that. And good on you, Kirk. You shouldn't have to. Um, but yeah, so so I'll I'll go. I mean, Robinson's so good, but the team's so bad. So I'm going to put him at the bottom, or now probably put him above Marvin, the Jones, and no, I, I I didn't put Marvin Jones in there. I just took the top five, but. Robinson, Devontae Adams. Uh, yeah, Adams is a beast. Uh, uh, yeah, Jones would be six there. Uh, Robinson, probably five. I, I mean – Where's Danny Amendola? <laughs> he's been a beast, man. Uh, Adams is good. I just don't like him because he's a packer. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm just going to put stuff out there, even though I'm this is just from firing from the hip. Uh, I'll go probably Galladay, Adams, Diggs, Thielen, Robinson. The Galladay is probably a homer. All right. I, I honestly, I think like you could put them like in pretty much any order. But if I had to do it, I would go. I would also go Galladay one. Uh, I go Galladay, um, Allen Robinson, Adam Thielen, Devontae Adams, Stefan yeah. Diggs. The Robins was in. Is he's definitely just hurt for me in my mind because I haven't seen him really get to do his thing. He's been so good this year, though. Like I, I feel so bad for him that is the two quarterbacks he's ever played with are Blake Bortles and Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> he's so good, but he's been so good this year. And like even with Mitch Trubisky, he's still like putting up numbers. But I think like he's been even better than that because just hasn't had a quarterback. Yeah, it's tough. I, that's a that's a good that was a good thought exercise there. I might have I might have a new answer coming back next week, but that's the one I'm going to stick with. Yeah, I mean, I there's so there's so many good receivers. What an awesome division compared to some of the other trash that is that is out there. But you know, that's okay. NFC North, Ryan Strong. <laughs> NFC North is pretty good division. And Matthew Stafford is the best quarterback. Yeah, in there. totally. Him one, Kirk two, uh, Chase Daniels three, <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky four, and yeah, that's all worth naming. So. 
boom roast. Also, yeah. side note, Aaron Rodgers got lucky on that throw to the corner. By lucky, I mean, yes, he had totally intended to do that and made the perfect throw. <laughs> he got one. That's a ridiculous he, throw. You got, you, you got one there, Aaron. I'll give you that one. That was just shouldn't that was, be possible. That was pretty good. Like, shouldn't I mean, be I, possible. I, I can like do the, it. I like the Deshaun throw better because he literally got kicked in the face and couldn't see. I, I mean, uh, Deshaun, Deshaun throw was awesome. But it's just the the window he fit that into, I think, had to be some semblance of luck. It's just, I, I, <laughs> that, was, that was out of this world. Uh, Great catch by Jamal Williams as well. It was. I was like those ones where the defense almost just like out of instinct will want to like say no catch just because they think yeah. it's not possible. <laughs> I was just like, no, that actually just happened. It was clearly catch. <laughs> all right. Well, I, I got I got my overreaction. Yep. Um, all right. So my overreaction is that uh, I think Booger McFarlane is a worse commentator than Jason Witt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would compare. I would compare. Jason Witten is Marcus Mariota, and Booger McFarlane is Jameis Winston. Um, but in commentating, I the, I think the the Jameis Winston version is worse. And while in football, I think the the Marcus Mariota version is worse because it's just so boring. But um, <laughs> Jason Witten is like, you know, Marcus he's, he's, like I don't remember anything that Jason Witten ever said as a commentator. Honestly, like. He mispronounced. I just his remember, name. I remember that. Extremely boring. Yeah, that's that's basically all I remember. Um, but I, he he was just boring and didn't really have anything to say. Uh, but it's fine. You know, I'm watching football. I don't really care that much. It's not like he ever really bothered me. <laughs> <laughs> but Booker will just say some random stuff that is like, I'm like, what? No, that's just not right. Just stop. I'm trying to watch a football game. <laughs> I'm going the other. Way. I like Booker. I find it entertaining. Just say some stuff, man. <laughs> Have some fun. Clearly, yeah, clearly, that, that's why. So, sometimes he says some stuff that's good. That's why he's like James Winston. Clearly, the NFL doesn't care about Monday Night Football. They give just the worst games. So <laughs> just true. let yeah, something yeah. happen, man. Drew, do you have an over? Right, yes, I do. I do have an over. I don't know if it's quite an overreaction, but it is a reaction for sure. <laughs> Mike <Good>. Tomlin <laughs> well, won good. a challenge this week, and had it feels like it's been like the first time, and like three years that he's actually won a challenge. So I'm going to say Mike Tomlin is the best coach in the league because he won a challenge. There is my overreaction. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I would say that's an overreaction. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got, you got there. You definitely got there. Uh, I had a reaction that just like twisted it all the way. So it was an overreaction. <laughs> well, good thing he's going to be the coach of the Redskins next year. Would you want him to be the coach of the Redskins? I don't know. Uh, who knows? I'd... Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah. Alex, come join me. Be a Lions fan, man. Come join me. That'll be so much fun. <laughs> but you just try it. Try it for a year. Obviously, the rest of this year. The, obviously, this year sucks for the Redskins. You can always come back next That's year. True. I, just, honestly, it's just like it's. I, I don't even like want to watch the Redskins games on Sundays. <laughs> I just do it out of loyalty. <laughs> 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 like I, I don't know. Really, I'd rather just watch one of these better games, but I'll just have it on, I guess. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. All right. So that's good. I'll send you some Lions gear. You can join me for the year. You obviously don't want to be a Steelers or a Bengals fan. So you might as well join the Lions. And if you pick anybody like the Patriots or the Chiefs or something like that, then you're just the worst. So. <laughs> Why wow, that seems reasonable? Yeah. I thought yeah, we were. We thought we all agreed to pick whatever team wins. That's our our team. Yeah, we might actually have to do that. This is so I'm happy every game. 
it's not worth getting actual stress over a sport. <laughs> oh, good times. Good times. All right. I think that's going to do it here for our, our show tonight. Everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, man, it's been so much fun. Thank you to Alex. Thank you for uh, Drew and all the good times that we've had. Everybody, yep. I like your spirit. It's kind of hard to not.